morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, and I am so excited about today's message because it's almost like it's an answer to the prayer or answer to a big prayer. And I was just thrilled at what God showed me this morning. So I just want to say thank you for who for the, all of you who are tuning in live. If you are on Facebook, um, I hope that you will join Connect, Collaborate, Create, because that's where the morning message comes five days a week at 6.45 a.m. If you're on YouTube, if you'll subscribe and follow, and then if you're on Periscope, you could just give us some hearts. And good morning to my collaborators and podcast listeners. So you're probably like, wow, is this actually everywhere? It's like everywhere I am, these morning motivational moments come in that are based on biblical principles. And so let's go ahead and jump right into today's topic, which is called, I am the holdup. And so let's go ahead and begin with prayer. If you want to tag and share this with somebody who needs to understand how God could be showing them something, I would ask that as I'm praying, you just tag, share, invite a friend to listen to the message today if the Holy Spirit prompts you to do so. So dear God, we thank you so much uh, for bringing us together one more time. Dear God, not because of our strength, but dear God, I thank you so much for um, helping me to have some bold faith this morning um, to step out of my comfort zone and to stream in places that I don't normally stream um, for whatever reasons. And so, dear God, I pray that this this passage that I referenced today is a confirmation and excitement moment um, on what you've shown me and that hopefully it can bless someone else as they listen to this message today. For that person who's been struggling to hear an answer from you, God, I pray that they can recognize that sometimes we are blocking our blessings more than any other situation, circumstance, or anybody else. So we thank you for all these things. Things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. So today's title is called, I Am the Holdup. I am the holdup. Now, if you've been trekking with me for a while, you know that during this pandemic, um, in the beginning of the pandemic, I lost like most of my customers except for one. And so I depended on some of the huge volume that God provided for me with some of these particular, um, with these different clients that I had. And so throughout this pandemic, what I have been doing, honestly, if I wanted to keep it 100, is I have been... Int- like like just he- trying to hear from God and I've been praying and I have people praying with me and I was just like God I need you to really help me understand how this devastation financially like how can we come back from this like I really did have to ask God like how do we come back from this hot mess right and so I'm a person that really does pray and and I've been asking God to just help me see some stuff And so um, for the last week and actually for the last two weeks, I literally have been in a place of not just curious, but intentional surrender, meaning that the only things that I would do each week are my static things of content that I deliver and nothing else other than that. I've been talking to people who know the Lord. Different people are doing different things in their own space, trying to pivot and hear from God also. And so today, yesterday was like a deal sealer for me. I was actually, the Holy Spirit instructed me to do a delivery. And as I was on my ride in a delivery, I was talking to um, what I want to say is a client slash, um, I'm like a mentor to him. And I was asking him some questions. And it was so interesting because he said, you know, 
because oh because this was my final question for god i'm like okay when i advise people when i'm doing business coaching for small businesses what i'll say to them is i'll say you know what you need to identify your fish and then you need to go to the pond where your fish are that's what you need to do and so for me what i realized is that god actually had answered my prayer during this pandemic loud and clear not only did he answer it but he was he's providing opportunities for me to walk in that area but this is the thing like there was a trip up there was a hold up and so before we get into like my teachable moment and what god has shown me i want to go into our scriptural reference today so if you can just um go with me if you have your bible that would be great to go into second peter the third chapter the eighth and a ninth verse. And this is what it says in the NIV translation. It says, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And let me read the one thing that was like, like was like stuck out. And if I was in here teaching this, I'd say you want to highlight, underline, circle, star. It says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so when he was saying the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, what I, what I had to keep in mind is you had to put that in context of like our timing is not God's timing, but God is always on time. Listen, our timing may not be God's timing, but his timing is always on time. And sometimes it takes a moment for you to get the memo. I, I don't know about you, but give me a number one if you ever were just like, okay, God, like I need you to give me a sign. He's giving you signs and then you want to negotiate what he's showing you because it's like, you just can't believe that that's the direction he wants you to go in. Give me a number one, if that's you, like you're praying about something, he's showing you stuff, but you're just like in your brain, you can't wrap yourself around how that could be possible or how that could happen. So here's how it all worked out for me. So during this pandemic, in the beginning, I was just like in a place like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Like th this is real stuff that's going on right here. I'm like, God, like, ah! what you doing like i really don't know what you're doing right now but like did you take all of my customers away like for like all of them except for one and and this is the thing with one particular cu customer if you don't know i i go by the name latasha 115959 because he will always show up at the 59th 59th moment like it'd be this last second where i'm like oh gosh what am i gonna do and then that particular client will come through and i'd be like thank you god for another blessing here but this time it was really like a wrap up like no 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 that's not what's gonna happen and so then what god was showing me through this pandemic is like use what's in your wheelhouse and so for those who don't know my testimony, one part that I talk about is how I was able to triple my income in five years. And one of the things that I learned way back when at then, I want to say that was starting back in 2006, actually probably earlier than that, maybe 2001, I really got an interest in technology. And so technology was the thing for me on how can I make this work to ease my life? And so at one point I had a remote position. Now I'm saying this because let me let me put my caveat out here. When I worked for my employer, I was a salaried employee 
and I was hired to deliver results, which meant I didn't keep a a normal nine to five. My goal was I need to get results. And it was at that time where I was actually doing the manuscript for this Get Naked With God book. And I just started to shift my thinking about how do you show up and add value to an organization? Whatever it takes, I want to add value to an organization, which means every time they would go through a reorg or restructure, my job was eliminated. God always provided an opportunity for me to go into something different. And it was it fit into the alignment because I was clear about my priorities in my life. And so I just love technology like I just and I am. okay. And so there's another thing that I want to say. I honored the time that my employer gave me. So I didn't double dip. I tell people all the time, I have a hard time when you work for somebody and you side hustle and you're stealing time for the people who who actually pay you or you're using resources or equipment for things that are not aligned with the job that hired you. Like I always struggle with those conversations because for me, when I started to learn and become passionate about technology, I invested in the technology, which means I had a hotspot, a Wi-Fi hotspot way before any of my friends did. And my company gave me a hotspot, but I had my own because I didn't want to take advantage of the fact that they blessed me to be what I call an entrepreneur, meaning that I wanted to do everything I could to help that organization and help my boss and my boss's boss. Like that was my job to make them look good and to come up with creative solutions that align with the strategy for that company. So I honored my time at work. And when I did pick up my side hustle, if I had a speaking engagement or if I had something else that I needed to do, I would take time off from my job and I would go do that other engagement. I believe God honors integrity. Because there's some of us with this remote working thing, we're not honoring God in the way that we're showing up for work. But that's just a sidebar for another day. So anyways, when the pandemic hit, when that opportunity went away, I was like, God, you need to show me. Because my plan for my business was within three years starting, actually, I said about a year and a half ago. With By the time my son graduates from college, high school, I want my business to be mobile and global because I want to be a grandma or a mom who doesn't like want to restrict my kids to Buffalo. Like they can live anywhere in the world and I want to be able to go to them. And the work that I'm doing, I want to make sure that it doesn't stick me in one geography. And so I, again, was like the same technology and stuff that I was using and my hunger for understanding. It was the same thing that helped me to triple my income because what that meant is, is that if I had to go for an event for a kid, I would literally have like my technology with me. So people laughed at me. Like I would be at a concert for my kids. And if I was working on a project for work, I would sit in the back row. I invested in a really expensive um, DSL camera so I could sit in the back row. And when they began to perform, I'd shut my laptop down and I would take pictures or I would video video record. And my theory was I'm here for my kids, not your kids. And it may seem wrong, but when I leave this event tonight, I'm going to be able to go have ice cream with my kids and you're going to have to pick up your work that you didn't have a different priority. Not judging that. I'm just saying what, how I was working. And so through this process and having this in this pandemic, I'm like, okay, God, like what is in my wheelhouse? And there were some projects that were unfinished because in 2015, I started, I was in business full time. 
And so in 2015, it was amazing because as I've mentioned before, um, I wasn't looking for opportunities, but because I had built relationships with people, my biggest opportunities with my corporate clients either came on a referral or somebody knew my work when I was working in the workplace. Hear that. So like when you're showing up at work, if you decide to quit your job, which I don't encourage unless God says so, because that's who did it for me, then you need to be showing up in excellence just as much as hard as you go for your own projects. You need to go just that hard for your employer, because right now there are they are the people that is the, the leadership that you need to be sub submissive to if you want God to bless your other stuff that you're doing. So. Fast forward to the pandemic. When things started going crazy, what I was doing was I was asking God, what's in my hands? And what he showed me is, you know, technology. And so if you don't know, again, my process, what I started doing is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, nobody was paying me for it. I was doing these tech times, like what are some virtual solutions for churches? And then it moved from churches to businesses. And so then what happened in the midst of that process is I wound up picking up some work from one of my existing clients. And then I got two paid clients in this area of this work. But here is the thing that tripped me out, like over the last couple of days that God was showing me. So what he was clearly saying is, Latasha, the way that your business is going to be mobile and global is you're actually going to re-engineer your business and you're going to focus in a different demographic with a different set of fish doing some different stuff. Now, I'm not prepared to talk about all those things, but what I can say is as I reflect over this season of the pandemic, what God showed me when I started adding up the receipts is my pivot produced $10,000. Like somebody needs to hear that today, probably over that. Like my pivot produced over $10,000, like real talk. And I wasn't even looking at those as payments because I'm too busy stuck on what I'm stuck on. Too busy stuck on what I'm stuck on. Instead of seeing that God is answering your prayer, Latasha, it's kind of like that man that's at the top of the hill. I know you've heard this analogy before, but if you haven't, let me share it quickly. It's the person on top of the hill saying, God, I want an answer for you to save me because there's a flood. And first he sends some people and they say, hey, come on along. You know what? Grab, come with us. We know a place that's safe because the water is rising. You're like, no, nah, God's going to provide. <laughs> and then you're like, OK, so now you're standing on the hill. The water is rising. A people with a boat come by and they, they say, come on, God, come on. You know what? Jump in this boat because we're going to take you to a place and then it's going to be a safe place. And you're like, no, nah, God's going to provide. And then the water starts flooding up like right here to like your neckline. And you're like, God, are you coming? And he sends a helicopter and the helicopter comes out of nowhere and it drops down a lifeline. And they say, come on, sir, we want to take you with us. And you're like, no, I'm good. God will provide. And then the water comes, you drown. And you're like, where was God? You know where God was? God was with those people. God was on that boat and God was on that helicopter. And some of us are praying and God is trying to make it as evident as possible that I want to change you. So these are the three things that God was showing me today. And I'm like, God, how do you do that? Because I know in my place of submission, this is what I said. I said, God, if you need me to put down everything that I'm doing, just to focus on what I believe you're calling me to, I'm willing to do that. Like I'm willing to change everything. I said it, but I wasn't able to do it. Hear that somebody, I said it, but I'm not really doing it. 
And so what God was showing me over like last week was make certain things excellent so you wouldn't be ashamed of them. And then this week, he's like, Latasha, let me show you why there's a need for what you're doing. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like the scales were like removed from my eyes. And he had to give me the three R's and the three R's are now going to become my screensaver. And the first thing is if you pray to God, right, if you pray to God to show you something, then what you need to do is release from your comfort zone. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. You need to release from your comfort zone. And what does that mean for me? What that meant for me is I was so stuck on saying I'm a career agent when really I help a whole different group of people like I really do. And I was just like, God, okay, I received that. (laughs) I received that. And then the second thing he said is because I'm going to show you, right? So in order for you to receive, so the first one is to release after you pray. The second thing is, is that you're asking God to show you. And if you really take some time and you're saying during this pandemic, where are the places that people are like attracted to me and giving me opportunities? Then what God might be showing it, saying to you is I'm showing you some stuff but you're not receiving it because however you receive it might be limiting what I want to do that with you with that. So what could that look like? So for me, I've had lots of opportunities to work with small businesses about how do you automate and put certain processes and build out the right team? Like I've been doing some really strategic things, but I haven't even been thinking about it. I've been helping people with virtual solutions. And I wasn't really thinking about it. Why? Because it just it just comes to me naturally. So I can't even receive what God wants me to do with these things. It's almost like when I've been meeting with these people, it's almost like I'm talking to them, but then I'm talking to myself. So some of the clients that I've been working with, I keep talking about the importance of growing an email list. And they'll tell me, I have an email list of 5,000, 7,000. I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> like what? And I'm cracking up because I'm like, okay, you see something in them that you know, whatever, but you can't see stuff in you like that, how you can help people. And so again, the second part for me was as God is showing you stuff, you need to be able to receive it. And then when you're able to receive it, you got to go through a process of reprogram. And this is the hardest. It almost goes back to that scripture when he says, you know, I press towards the mark, forgetting the former things and I'm pressing towards the mark, right? Like we got to forget all of the things that are like natural to us. I remember when I first opened up Connect, Collaborate, Create to men and women, I kept saying ladies. And I'm like, wait a minute, there's men in here. Stop saying ladies. So I had to reprogram myself. When I would think of examples, they were only examples for mom and for women. I'm like, no, I got to reprogram myself because God is trying to do something bigger than what I'm able to receive. And then it takes me to the last piece of why I am the holdup. This is what God showed me this morning. When we go to this passage in second Peter, the third chapter, let me put this back up here again for people. So you can see the reference scripture, second Peter in the third chapter, again, specifically in the ninth verse, when it says, The Lord has, wait, no, 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 no. Yes, the ninth verse, it says, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. And what it reminded me of is this, is that God's timing, it's just on a different spectrum. And so when we're sitting there asking for God to give us a sign and give us an answer and do this and do that, what we sometimes don't realize is like, he's showing you the answers. 
And instead of you looking to the right and receiving the answers, you keep looking to the left because that's where you're comfortable and getting frustrated and hitting your head up against the wall because that's where you're comfortable. And all God is doing because he is a gentleman, he is sitting there waiting for you to release the things that are holding you up, receive what he wants to give you, and then you need to reprogram. And the reprogram is the part that is the most difficult. The reprogram is the most difficult because when we get stressed, we go back into our our behaviors and our habits. So if you need to reprogram, that is something that's really intense. And so in the beginning of this month, I had talked about the fact that I wanted to do this challenge called the Get Naked With God Challenge. And the reason that I was procrastinating on that is because I couldn't put two and two together of like, well, what would be the benefit of the Get Naked With God Challenge? And so for some of you who know that I wrote a book, hold on, some may not. Some may not. This is the book. It's on Amazon. It's called Get Naked with God. It's not a traditional book. It really is like a strategy plan where for 21 days, actually, there's it's, long, it's more like a 30 day uh, for 21 days. You're actively doing things to hear from God, to get naked with God about your about his purpose. And then what tools do you need and what questions do you need to ask yourself? And it's and it's based on scripture, but it really is like a devotion. And what I realize is it's great for people to buy the book, but what happens is, is that we don't execute because there's no accountability. And so in September sometime, I'm not sure when this is going to kick off, but what I'm recognizing is, at least for me, it's not so much accountability because if you think about how do people do well and stuff, it's when they have a circle of people around them holding them, like saying like, okay, you said you wanted to do X, Y, and Z. Why aren't you doing X, Y, and Z? And I'm sorry, with our friends and our and our relatives, they just are keeping nicey nicies with us. They don't really go into and drill into like, nah, this is what you need to do, and this is what you said you were gonna do. And so this get naked with child, this get naked with God challenge, I do want to say is not gonna be free. It's not because what I realize is that what you don't pay for, sometimes you don't value. You at least will show up every now and then if you make an investment. Not gonna be huge but there will be an investment. And then there's going to be accountability connected with that. And then here is the kicker. Um, there's going to be a process to see who's going to be able to even participate in a Get Naked With God challenge. Because it's not about numbers. It's about results. Like we need some people to win. Win with your goals. And again, God had to get my whole life straight because he's saying, Latasha, what you're not even, like what you're not realizing is, is that, you know, God has been, he has literally been patiently waiting for me to receive the word he's shown me like a while ago, even when he's given opportunities. And my question for you is, are there areas that you're just like, man, like that, that could be something that I'm the hold up on, but I don't know this, or I don't know that, or I don't know what step I would need to take. I don't know what thing I would need to do first. And so we become the hold up because we don't trust God that he's saying like, I'm here waiting for you to say yes and amen. I'm waiting for you to pursue my purpose that I want to do with you. And you don't need a lot. You just need to move. I was telling my friend the other day, like a GPS will not work as long as you are sitting still in a car. And that's how faith is. 
Like it can't do the reroute if you haven't gone anywhere. If you've been sitting there in the same place saying, why won't this get me to my destination? Because you're not moving. <laughs> it can't work if you're not moving. Even when you program all of these different destinations, like you can't move. I mean, it can't reroute. It can't direct you until you start moving. So stop being the holdup. That's the big idea for today. Stop being the holdup. And if you think right now that you might be interested in participating in the Get Naked With God Challenge, where we are intentionally wanting to hear from God to move closer to his purpose with what you should be doing with your whole life, I would love for you to just say yes and then inbox me your email address so that I can connect you and start giving you the information as we start to promote the Get Naked With God Challenge. Because I feel that I believe you're going to get blessed by that. This is another example of what he did during the pandemic. Do you know how long ago I had put this stuff together for the Get Naked With God book? Years ago. And it wasn't until this pandemic that I was like, okay, let's get it done. Even that brought in money. Like I'm like tripping on what God is doing. There's another product that uh, project that I was working on. This like intense planning system. Boom. You know, 99, 95% of that's done. It's in draft. I have to put it in final mode and that'll be available on Amazon. Like I'm just tripping on how God has been faithful with the new direction that I needed to go in. But I am the holdup. And what I want to say to you is God wants to bless you. There's some stuff he wants to do with you. I promise you. Like if, if you are not functioning from a place right now of peace beyond all understanding, God wants to do some stuff with your life. But you haven't done the three R's, which is you haven't released the things that make you comfortable. You're not receiving what he wants to bless you with. And you haven't take the t- taken the time to intentionally reprogram your mind. And if you need some assistance with the reprogram, then the Get Naked With God Challenge might just be for you. It might just be for you. I'm excited about it. Excited. So I hope you guys have a happy Friday. I don't normally come on on the weekends, but I might be doing some stuff this weekend. Not really sure yet. Um, For those of you who are just excited about this challenge, I'm telling you right now, I'm excited about it. I really, really am. And so I'm just trying to decide if the Connect, Collaborate, Create Morning Live things are going to focus in on this challenge. Not really sure because I think there's some things you want to preserve for those people who've made the investment in themselves. But I'm excited about what God is about to do. I really am. Not just for me, but when you guys get your breakthroughs, like I'm going to be so excited, so excited. So, dear God, we thank you so much for new revelations today. Dear God, I'm thankful to know that you are blessing us with things. And sometimes you're just waiting patiently for us to receive because we become the holdup. And so, dear God, today I pray that anyone that heard this message that's struggling to hear from you that might be standing on the mountain in the midst of a storm and are saying that they're waiting for you. I pray that they will realize that you've never left them that you're sending them answers and you're sending them comfort. You're sending them solutions, but maybe they're so distracted by the things of life that they can't do their yes and amen. They can't put their full yes on the table because they can't see where it is that you want to take them. It's just not making sense. So they're just stuck. They're just stuck in a vicious cycle going nowhere. And so dear God, I pray that people will have breakthroughs, that there will be new relationships, that there'll be favor on them, that the Holy Spirit is moving something around in their spirit, man, to let them know that now is the time. 
Even though the world might look totally like it's not the time, dear God, we know that now is the time. So God, we thank you for all these things. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a great day. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye-bye.